Well, I tell you what, there's nothing I had wrote down, but I'm going to be obedient to the Lord. And I'm not singing anybody out of anything, but I'm going to tell you what the Lord's really speaking to my heart. And he just wants me to whisper a few things, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. Um, God's working in relationships in your life. He's working in relationships in your life. And I believe that God is going to use you to minister to some younger folks this week. And uh, it's just, this, is, this is just amazing what I believe God's going to do. And Ben's going to meet some people, I believe, this week. And in the weeks to come, there's really going to be uh, some really good relationships for him at school. You know, I was sitting there, and I'm going, man, well, what, what are you telling me? What are you telling me? And, I, and I'm just telling you, I really believe God is just wanting us to know that he's in the, in the business of miracles and speaking into people's lives. And, Gray, I think you're going to have great opportunities this week at your workplace to share. I really do. And just every time I look around, I just feel it in my heart, something else, something else, something else, something else. And so I'm just thankful. And I know sometimes we worry about our children. I'm going to tell you, I don't think we've got to worry about our children. I think God's got it. Amen. This is way out of the box for me, but it's all right. It's right where God wants us to be. I'm going to tell you. It's something about when we start praising the Lord that he just shows up. Amen. He says in the Bible that, that he will in, in, uh, inhabit the praise of his people. You know, I just, I'm telling you, man, God is good. Even when we're not faithful, God's still faithful because he's God. You know? You know, what was it, a week or two ago, we were just preaching the word of God. I don't mean just preaching the word of God. I'm telling you, that's, that's how powerful it is. And, and, and my mother-in-law's eyes get healed. You know, uh, I was going to save this to the end, but while we're doing you know, how long have we been praying about my mom's situation? My mother was blind for almost two months. One of her eyes was completely blind. And through uh, God giving technology to, to men and, and the prayers of the saints, my mother can see today. Amen? That's amazing. Give the Lord anything. I mean, I'm telling you, God is still in the miraculous healing business. And I, I know there's some other things, and we'll share that on the end. But I'm just saying, as, as I just, I was up here, I, know, I heard you talking, and I heard you praying. And I'm just like, the Lord's just bubbling this up in me. And I said, you know, Lord, what did I do? He said, just encourage them. I pray that you're encouraged today. And we haven't even got to the message. Amen. Everybody doing all right so far? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, today's message is called Reconnect. And how many know it's always better to take God's path than our path? But we like to take our path, amen? I take my path a lot of times, and I go, uh-oh, how did I get over here from there? And uh, this week, I really thought that the Lord was showing me, and I believe he was early on, about a message that I felt like was supposed to be a blessing in disguise. Because, man, I tell you what, it was a tough week on the front, front part of this week, you know? Uh, I will say this, you know... Uh, just, just a little things going on. You know, we were praying, and, and my mother's schedule, uh, a surgery schedule was, was like uh, Wednesday. And we get there, and it's very difficult now. She's 85 years old. She can't see. i got to lift her in and out of stuff. I'm doing drops. She did not sleep that night, everything else. And we get all the way over to Norfolk, and three people are in front of her, and the machine goes down. They said, Mr. Chow, we can't do the surgery. I was in tears. I was like, what? But then the whole time, God just like, I got the plan. I got the plan. You know, it, is it good to see some compassion in other people? Amen. Oh, my gosh. Because those folks and they said, Mr. Chapman, uh, you know, we've got to have fly somebody in to work on this and everything else. I said, OK, I, I think I was almost in shock. But knowing what the Lord had been whispering to me in the text messages in the prison, you know what? This is the deal. One of the things I was looking at this week. One of the things I was looking at this week, I heard somebody say, why? What's the whole thing? Why do bad things happen to good people? And the person was preaching. They said, it's not really, it's the wrong question. The deal is, 
How will good people respond when bad things happen? And that just kept going over, going over, going over my mind. And they said, can you come back Wednesday? I said, look, I'm just asking you. If you, you have any opportunity to do that sooner, I'm praying God can open up the door. I get her back home. They call me and say, we need you here 620 in the morning. I said, we'll be there. Do you know that the doctor was not even scheduled that day? She came back in and did that surgery. That's a blessing. See, see, you can take it and go, well, you need to do this. And y'all, it wasn't their fault. I just said, hey, look, I, I don't understand what's going on, Lord, but you do. And so we're going to trust for your best outcome. Amen. The reason I'm sharing that is, and, and I'm, I'm very upfront. I share what's going on in my life and everything. Else. It's not always about me or this other thing. I want you to know that. But there's things that we all experience um, that we can see the fingerprints of God. And so when I share these things, I want you to see the fingerprints of God. Because that was not my plan. I was like, I want it done. I want it done. I want it done. We get like that, don't we? But it's not on our time thing. Time thing. But you know what? I got to watch the surgery. It's amazing the technology that God has given us, right? And I went back and I, I could see and they had it up on the TV and everything. And we didn't even know if my mother would be able to see. In this particular eye, um, she hadn't seen in over two years. Okay? Nothing. I mean, prior to this, uh, in the last month and a half, she can't see this. She can't see anything. I really wish I, I would have put that on there. I got her to write her name in my name last night, just crystal clear. So I go back and, and the, the doctor turns around and goes like this, gives me thumbs up. And I go over, I said, can my mom see? <laughs> she goes, I don't know. We'll see tomorrow. And I walk up to her and I said, hey, mama, how many fingers do I got? She said, two. <laughs> oh. I said, what color is my shirt? She said, blue. And I gave her kind of easy one. I said, put your finger on my nose. She said, I could do that. <laughs> and man, I just thank God. You know, I thank God. It's not always on our time frame. It's not always the way we want it. But man, I tell you, when we see those things like that, I pray that we praise God. And when we don't see those things like that, I pray that we praise God. Amen? That's just a side note. But I know God is moving today. And he's moving yesterday and he's moving tomorrow. Amen? Because he's the same all the time. Aren't you glad that you serve God that never changes? This world is out of control. Amen? You've been watching the news? It's, it's, it's terrible. I mean, we've been praying for folks all over the world. Man, they're losing their lives. It's, it's just unbelievable. And, and, you know, we come in and we sit in a place that we're real comfortable and everything like that. I pray that through, the, through watching the news and reading the word and praying for others that we, we take our spot. And we say, hey, no, we're going to stand. So continue to pray for, for folks. Amen. Pray for those, those folks. And even on a different level. I mean, what about schools? They're going back. Now things are going on. We're going to school and everything else. And I'm going to ease into the message. We ain't even got there yet. But, you know, talking about reconnecting, I really believe that's maybe a season. That's where we are right now. You know, we just came off the summer, right? School started back. Now, you want to see how fast time goes by. All you got to do is go to like the Kmart or Walmart. Because as soon as one event's over, how many know they got pumpkins out already? Halloween candy. Christmas candy. Yes. You know, it's, it's rolling. So, so my question is, wow, where does the time go? And, and the other thing I was going to say, I was just looking at the things are unfolding. And, and it just keeps moving on. But our life starts to run out just like sand out of that hourglass, isn't it? And if, you, if you're not aware, man, a week will go by, a month will go by, we get complacent. And I believe with what's going on in the world and what God has called the church to do right now, there's no time for complacency. There's time for compassion and passion and standing up. Now, I don't mean <laughs> uh, 
jumping up, down, pounding your fist, things like that, out of order. God is a God of order, amen? But there's things that we can do and things we can say and people we can pray for and, and make a stand, amen? So I, I'm just challenging all of us to just uh, be diligent in what God's showing you to stand for, for his cause, amen? Let's keep on rolling with that. So we know time's moving on by. Anybody got an amen to that? I mean, it just goes fast. And, and I, I think really... You know, we go, well, I, I know I've been out of the groove a little bit. How do I plug back in? Sometimes, you know, when you get ready to go back to school, if you remember those days, you got you to gotta kind of get the mindset there. Or, man, you know, Sunday night, you got to get ready for work Monday or whatever. Or all types of things, you know. You got to prepare your heart. So I, I pray today that this message is to prepare our heart for what is yet to come. Amen. And there's a lot coming. A lot of good stuff. A lot of not so good stuff. Amen. As you read your word and you study your word. Hey. The bottom line is we win, but guess what? There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. And God has chosen a time such as this for us to be alive. It's an amazing time to be alive, isn't it? I mean, you think about it. We are seeing things now that people didn't see before. It really is. And if you look at the next on, on the prophetic calendar, guess what's next? Jesus is coming. Amen? But things are ramping up. So what? We need to be the light. We need to encourage folks. Have you ever been really down and somebody just had a fresh word for you? Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Have you ever just been through something and somebody just says, hey, hey, it's all right. I believe that's what we need to be for one another or for people all over the world, amen? All over the place. It might start in your neighborhood. It might start in your family. It might start in our church family. But I'm going to tell you what. We have a voice and we have the message and we have Christ on our side, amen? So we're going to reconnect. I said, I said something to Bill. I said, man, good to see you. I said, message about reconnecting. He said, I'm a, I ain't nothing to unplug, did you? He said, I, and isn't that great? But sometimes, you know what? It's good to tune it up a little bit, isn't it? I think daily. Sometimes I'm going to tune it up. So today is our tune-up. And we've got some really cool things we're going to share. So everybody doing good? Good. Well, let's take a look at our scripture. If you got your word with you today, we're going to be primarily in Psalm 143. i got most of the scriptures on the wall. But if you got your Bibles, hey, I always encourage you to do that, okay? And it says, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Man, how many know there's a lot of ups and downs in the world? It's good to have level ground. I know a lot of folks that are on boats and everything like that, and I don't go too much because I can't swim. But I don't like it when it tosses and turns. I like level, smooth sailing. But guess what? Even as Christians, what? It's not always smooth sailing, amen? Sometimes there's some bumps in the road. What's the thing, Kevin, when we study it, setback? What is bump, bruises, and setbacks? One time we talked about it in one of our, our, our Tuesday night classes. While we're talking about that, you know what? That's where we have the opportunity to go a little bit deeper. We hit a few things here as a family and stuff like that, but I always want to encourage you to look at the Word every day, study the Word, be a student of God's Word, and join us on Tuesday nights. We try to go a little bit deeper into the Word, okay? So what does it say here? Let's read it again. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Man, I think too often uh, it's us unplugging. God didn't go nowhere, but sometimes we unplug because we get comfortable, amen? We get comfortable. And we allow other stuff to slip in our life, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be bad stuff. You've got to go to work, you know? You've got, you, you got to take care of your family, you know, all those things. And, and I don't chase anybody around and put them in the headlight to come to church. I will, uh, if I see us, hey, man, you know, we miss you. Door's always open. And I said something to somebody yesterday, and I thought it was kind of interesting. I said, hey, you know, uh, the Lord's really give us a strong message for tomorrow. Hope you can make it. And this person said, man, I'm really going to try. And I walked up and I thought, 
Are you really going to try to go to work tomorrow? I mean, on Monday? I bet you do. I'm really going to try to eat? I bet you do. And see, but, but see, what I'm saying about that is, a lot of times, and I know things come up. Is it a priority in your life? Because if it's a priority in your life, you're going to do it, right? It's like saying, man, I'm going to try to put my shoes on tomorrow. You know, as long as I can do it, I'm going to do it, you know? So I, I, I really want to challenge us. I'm not beating anybody up. I want to challenge us to really what that sounds like. You know, we think about, yeah, okay. And through, we got a couple of clips I think is really going to draw some cool stuff out. So I'm going to let Tim get squared away, and we're going to jump on one of the, the clips there. If everybody's doing good, say amen. If you, if you got uh, your, your paper out, we got some good, a good place to write some notes and stuff. So let's take a look at this, and we'll, we'll jump on in from here. I mean, sometimes I think we settle for a whole lot less than what God's got for us, amen? Y'all like that? That's pretty good, wasn't it? It really, sometimes when we see that out in front of us, it makes you go take a little inventory. So I, I, when, I, when I run across some of these things, I was just like, wow. You know, I wonder really what it, what it looked like behind the scene of our hearts sometimes. You know, just being honest. What does it look like behind that? You know, and, and to be truthful, a lot of times probably some of the motives are, are not that great. But, you know, one of the things I was looking at, it seemed like they had a fear. Now, we're not talking about respect or reverence. I'm talking about a fear, you know? It's hard to have a relationship if you're afraid of everybody, afraid of things, you know? And I, I started looking at that, and I said, man, you know, as we look through that, it looks like they were more about rules than the, than the relationship, you know? As I go through this, I said, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a need for order, amen? No problem about that. I said, but if all we see is the religious rules, it'll build a wall between us between Jesus and us and Jesus. Because you know why? You'll never feel worthy enough to talk to him. Can you imagine that? Do you ever feel like that? Let me ask you this. When you blow it, do you feel like that? Oh, my gosh. 
know, we should have a repentant heart, right? And we should have respect for the Lord. But when we start getting the taste of his grace and God's mercy, right? We start seeing light being cultivated in our hearts. I, I looked at this here and I, and I thought, man, so many times I, I wrote this down. And I said, you know, we'll never feel worthy enough. And I guess, and I said, guess what? I said on our own, we couldn't. But that's not the case anymore because Christ came to free us, to free us to worship him in spirit and truth. And he wants a relationship with us. You know, you hear that so often that sometimes I don't think we really let it take hold. You know, do we have a personal relationship with Christ? Think about the relationships that you have with other people, you know, and how, you know, some people you joke with, some people you don't, you know, some people you might trust, some people you don't, you know, but God never changes. And I thought, yeah, man, this is just amazing. So, so what would our, our relationship, what does it look like? Our relationship with the Lord, is it vibrant? Is it happy? Because look, I see a lot of people that say they're Christians, and I believe they are. I mean, who am I? That's between them and God. But we're living a life that's so far under what God has bought, man. It's a shame. Really, it's a slap in the face to the Lord. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? I just thought you have this big birthday party for your kids, and you've done this because you love them and everything else. And this is a small scale. I'm just trying to give us another picture. And they go there, and they just go sit in the corner. You go, well, Johnny, what are you doing? I just, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just don't feel worthy. That's why we got to see ourselves in Christ, not in crisis. And especially when we are in crisis, you need to see yourself in Christ. Amen. When those things are coming around, we need to just hold on. I said, you know, in fear, I said, fear will rob you. How many know that? It'll rob you of all types of stuff, man. It'll rob you of friendships and everything else. And, and I, I think back over my life last night when I was going through this, I said, man, you know, it, it, I don't even know where to start on some of this stuff. You know, all types of things will just try to rob you. I can't. I can't do that. You won't step out of the box. I won't do that. Now let's have a little bit of fun. During my age growing up, the big deal was going to the skate rink. Amen. And let me tell you, it took some nerve to ask somebody to go out on couples. Especially when you don't skate good. Because <laughs> I'm thinking... I would really like to, you know, go couples with this girl over here. But I'm afraid I'll fall. I'm afraid I might snatch and pull her hair out of something on the way down. You know? But aren't you glad you can have a good friend? I had a friend named Jackie. Jackie, she knew. She knew I was scared. Probably because I was going like that. I mean, sweat coming out of my fingernails, man. I'm just like, man, I can't. And then the disco ball starts. I'm like, oh. She said, come on, let's do couples. I was like, I don't, I, I can, but you didn't tell Jackie, no. Because I think she might have played field hockey before it was cool. She said, come on. Her hand was bigger than mine. We're out there and I'm going, <laughs> I'm like this, she's like dragging me. And it's like, she said, come on. Is that the one? I go, oh, that's the one. Yeah. She come on, switch. I get a hold of this little girl's hand. <laughs> go in there. I'll never forget and when I tried to tell her my name, a big piece of spit flew out my mouth. <laughs> Hi, I'm Buddy. She's like, that's nice. It didn't go any better after that, but I sure did appreciate that. Y'all ever, anybody, nobody's had that happen. You don't have to be at a skating rink to be doomed, right? And I thought, man, I was terrified. I was terrified. And, and then, then you always got your buddy that's cool. You know, I got my little buddy and girls. And they, the, the, the other girls want to talk to you. But they don't want to talk to you. 
about you. They want to talk to you about your buddy. That's not fun, right? You know? But then later on, things seem to work their way out, don't they? You know, those relationships, a lot of times we're so scared to, to, to step out in, are, are, are things that we just build up in our mind. Is this on okay still? Okay. And we start putting all these, these, these can'ts and all these things on the relationship. That's what they were doing here in the, in the clip. Is God holy? Absolutely. Is he worth? Absolutely. But you know what? The Bible says we serve a God that knows every hair on our head, that he loves us, that he loves us so much that he gave his life for us. That's a God that wants a relationship with you and me, right? Not something fake and plastic, amen? Y'all ever had those relationships? I got, I'm going down memory lane now. I'm going down memory lane. I was thinking last night when I was unpacking some of this. And, and my buddy, I was, I was going out on the town a little bit. And this was right before my band started to really take off. And there was this one girl that my, my friend knew, right? Talk about relationships. And I said, man, she's just, she's just a doll baby. Yeah. But she liked the muscle guys. She didn't like the rock and roll guys, right? So my buddy was over there and I said, hey, how you doing? She goes, hey, yeah, okay. would you like to dance? Oh, no, not really. I said, okay. And then it's funny, plastic and fake, how things go around. Because all of a sudden our band started doing really good. And there was a lot of, a lot of things going on. And it would be, when we go on break, they'd have to take us out through the, through the kitchen just so I could go to the bathroom and come back. And I saw my friend, that girl. And she was like, hey, how you doing? You want to dance? I said, oh, no, not really. <laughs> that probably was not a Christ thing to do, but it sure felt good at the time. You know, because so many times things are plastic and fake. You know, it's all about you, Jesus. Just like the guy in the clip. God want, He knows everything. So why don't we just, just be who we are? You know? So I think that's just something that, that as we look at those things, we, they went to a great extreme to show us. But you know what? If we're really honest about our hearts, we might have a little bit of plastic in them sometime. Right? You know? But you know what? I'm here today to tell you that God will melt that plastic and take a hardened heart and, and just, and just regroup in that thing and throw seeds of love and faith and, and, and all those things in there and we can see uh, great things that God will do. I was also thinking about this. I said, you know what? Y'all ready? I got something for you to write down here. I said, we don't find the Lord in hollow rules. We find him in his holy word. You can do every rule in the world but you know what? That doesn't save you, does it? If it did, why did he come? Ten Commandments are a great thing. Primarily used to show us that our sin separates us from God, that we need a Savior. I say this a lot of times. If you go up and down this road in your car and there's no speed limit sign, you're just doing your deal. You're just driving. But when they put a speed limit sign on there and you go past that, it's used to show you this, this is what's safe. This is, what's, this is what the deal is. God gave, Paul says, you know, I would not even know my sin if it wasn't for the law. He said, the law was like a schoolmaster until the Lord came. Talks about this in Galatians. We're going to be working through some of this uh, in the next Tuesday and stuff. But God gave us his, his law to show us his holiness and show what is expected. But he never intended us, to, he knew we couldn't do it. His plan from the very beginning was Jesus is coming, amen. I mean, he said Jesus is coming again. He's coming again. When he comes again, he's not dying on the cross again. Okay? It is what? Finished. Aren't you glad it's finished? Man, have you ever had a business deal and you think it's finished and it's not? Oh my gosh. This just popped in my mind. 
Uh, we had a, a business deal and we thought it was finished. And we thought it was so finished that we were celebrating and I got the call. It won't finish. I was like, shut the party down. <laughs> How much was that? Shut it down. Because you go, uh oh, we didn't plan on that. You know, it's not done till it's done that it's done. Amen. Let me tell you something. It is finished on the cross. Oh, I got some good stuff to share with you. Let's keep on rolling. I like what they said about this. He said, he said what are you doing? Jesus, we're living for you. And let's not, you know, get all wrapped around a wheel on that. But see, they were living for him in, in the aspect that they were talking about. They were, they were living for him in, in the aspect of, you know, he said, don't live for me like this, rigid. Live in me. There's a difference. There's a big difference, isn't it? So I pray today that we're living in him. What do I mean by living in him? We're living in the blessing of what he's done for us. We're living in the, in the peace and the harmony of what he's done. We're living in, in knowing that God's for us. And I said, it's so true though, man. Because if you're not careful when you start thinking about that, I'm living for the Lord. I'm living for the Lord. I'm living for the And I know what you mean overall, okay? But a lot of times, it, it, you, you start going, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. I was the first one at church today. Look what I'm doing. You know? I mean, oh, oh. <coughs> Over at the treasure box. <coughs> Look what I'm giving. You know what, all that stuff? The Lord says, you already got your reward. What is it that God's cultivating in your heart? You know, those things that are done, you know, you just do it. I go back to mom's surgery. I didn't ask that lady. I didn't say, you need to be here tomorrow. She said, you know what? I'd come back at 12 o'clock, buddy, to do this tonight if they were doing it. I'm going to do everything I can to help you. Wow. I appreciate that. Now, if a, if a person can say that and do it, and there's things that she couldn't control, how much more is it valid when God says it and he is in control and he can do it? So that's why I said, man, read the word. Look at that. Because that's going to cancel out the fear, right? It's going to build our faith. What did God say about it? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? He says, hey, it's by grace you say through faith, not that of yourself. It's a gift to God. You can't earn it. Because when you try to do that, I believe it's a slap in the face of God. How in the world? Can, can you imagine this? Can you imagine this? And I go, you know what? Hey, you know what? I, I, I bought you something really, really nice here. Nick, I, I, you know what I did? I bought you a boat. And I, I love you, brother. I just want you to have this. And you go, yeah, but I want to pay you for it. I go, no, uh, it's a gift. Yeah, I, I know, but here, here I want to pay you for it. I'd be offended. Isn't that what we do to God sometimes? I think it's offensive when we think we can add something to the finished work of the cross. Amen. I'm telling you this to help us because when we see this and we know it's all about him, we can start living in him. Everybody doing good so far? All right. I put a few things in there. I said fear robs. It robs our faith. It robs our peace, a unity, love, friendship, health, and what? Well, if you're worried all the time, guess what? It's going to show up. Why do you think your blood pressure goes up when you start getting worried? But you know, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's why I like to cut up a little bit. It's not because I'm not serious. I'm very serious, right? But you know what? I, I you know, I, I look at the, 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 the Bible and I look at stuff and, and there's a time for seriousness and everything else. But you know what? There's a time that love is just so vibrant that you can't do nothing but just smile. I mean, it's hard not to be happy when you realize what God's done for you. Amen? It's re it really is. And you know what? You really see it in people. People that have really went through hell. 
Amazing. You let somebody go through some rough times and God delivers them. Woo! They want to give. They want to do. They want to serve. Because they're living in him. They're not doing it to get something. They already got it. See, we should be living out of that life, right? Not to get it. It's because we got it already. You know what I mean? We got it already. How much more does he got? Tim, let's run another clip there just to, just to take a look. Everybody doing good so far? I'm going to hit some of the facts when we come back in. Know, that's something there it really it really cuts to the chase now maybe we won't go that deep and say well we don't do that but you know what in a lot of ways maybe we do let's talk about that in just a little bit I want to look at some of the facts that, that we can pull out of that little clip there and what God's showing us and we're going to wrap it all up on the end when we get back to uh, here we go I got you Tim thank you when we get back to our song all right? so I want to hit a couple of facts stuff that we know but sometimes it's good huh? you, know, you, you know that your wife loves you but you like her to tell you don't you you know that your husband thinks you're pretty, but it's nice to hear sometimes, isn't it? You can tell me anytime, babe. She said, what? I'm just teasing. So, look at this. Here's some facts. He's alive. Don't keep him on the cross. Many times we, we act like Jesus is still on the cross. He rose. Aren't you glad? You know, we think about that around, uh, you know, uh, Resurrection Day, Easter time. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen. And about a few weeks later, we go, oh, we act like we forgot. He's alive. He's alive. And, and I, I thought about this last night, and, and I'm going to just read what the Lord gave me. I said, see, the devil wants you to see him on the cross. He wants you to keep that mental image before you to cloud your mind so that guilt will set in. See, Satan knows when you get the true picture of our risen Lord, you become unstoppable. You hear what I'm saying there? If all you see is Christ looking like he's defeated, we know it was all part of God's plan, amen? Right? And I said, look, hey, I know that we all know that God, uh, the Lord died for us and suffered a terrible death. Never for one second do I discount that. Not for one second. I said, but I'm saying, but because he overcame, we are overcomers. You see that? We need to see we serve a risen Savior. That's a fact. That's a fact. 
when you get that in your heart, when you get that in, in your, your speech, right? Everything starts to change. Your whole attitude changes because you're no longer defeated. You're in the family. You have victory in Jesus, amen? I don't care how bad it gets. Hold on to that. Let's keep on rolling. I said, his death is where our life begins. Did you hear the guy say that? I said, you, you're so, it's so true. Because of what he did, that's where we come in. That's where we're grafted in. When we call on the name of Jesus and he's risen, guess what? We're set in the heavenly realms with him. He's at the right hand side of God Almighty, interceding for you and me. Isn't that something? Anybody like a good lawyer? If you ever been in trouble, you want to know a good lawyer, don't you? He acted like he ain't never been in trouble. Anybody had a ticket? I had enough for everybody in here. I got my first ticket when I was 14. I didn't have my license. I got a ticket. How do you get a ticket when you're 14? You get stopped by the law riding your motorcycle somewhere you're not supposed to. I wanted a good lawyer. My dad said, no, they cost money. I said, but, 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 but. He said, didn't, know, didn't you know you weren't supposed to be there? I said, sort of. And I'm going to tell you what, 14 years old, and me and my buddies, we were up at Kicktan High School. Second day I had my motorcycle. I didn't even have good dirt on the knobbies. And we were going around. We're going around that thing like that. And I was, I was one of the younger guys following, right? Watch who you follow, right? And my buddy, the cops were coming. And I'm thinking, run! And my buddy goes, I ain't going to do nothing. Just stop. You know what they did? They said, duck. Get in the back seat. That's what they did. It sat right down. And I thought, it's hot back here. And I thought, this might be a real good place for me to stay because when my dad gets here, it's not going to be good. Here he comes. You know, my dad had that, that bald head with that one piece of hair. And here he comes. I was like, oh my gosh. And that hair's going, can I stay in here? Can I stay in here? But you know what? He showed me some mercy. He said, what are you doing? I said, uh, we were just riding. He said, you all right? I said, yeah. He said, take that bike home, boy. Isn't it funny how your parents do sometimes? You think, boy, this is going to be the one. And they go, don't do that no more. And then, you know, you forget and you cut the grass. And they're like, what are you trying to prove? You know? <laughs> where does all that come in? His death is where our life begins. Okay? When I stop worrying about the law and me and all these things, I can start living and relaxing. When I went to court, there was five of us. And we're there. And that judge looked like he was 97 feet tall. And he leaned over. And he said, what's going on? And the police officer said, you know what? They were very polite. Um, we were afraid they're going to hurt yourself. And I'm thinking, no, you just do. We're going to have to reseat that place because we were tearing it up. And he said, all the boys were polite and everything. And he said, I remember the guy said, Boys, he put him glasses down like that. I was like, he said, if I see you in here again, you will not get your license till you're 18. I thought, but God, I have grandchildren. I won't even be able to drive. You know, and, you know from 14 to 18, you're, I mean, you're thinking, every day you go, man, I'm going to be driving pretty soon. And you know what my dad said? You heard that, didn't you? I said, yes, I did. No more tickets then. I waited until I was on my own insurance. But anyway, he said, what in the world does that have to do with anything? The law convicted me. Grace saved me. You hear what I said? The law convicts. Grace shows you mercy. You know what I'm saying? 
His death is where our life begins. Mercy, grace in the Lord. Everybody doing good? All right, let's keep on going. I said, we need to make it count each day. I said, one of the things here, I said, you know, this is, this is the start of our new life that we were talking about. I said, that's what it's all about. Everything changed for those who believe when Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Our identity changed. Our eternal home changed for all those believe. Our guilt changed to forgiveness, right? And you have been delivered from the curse. So what do we do with all that? What do we do with all that? Make every minute count. All right, I'll think about it. Who's got a smartphone? All right. Who, who's got a calculator on a smartphone? All right. Somebody tell me how many minutes are in a day. Can you do that? Can you add that up? Anybody? Everybody's afraid to do it? Come on, Jeff. Take advanced math and everything else. You probably know it already. <laughs> tell them, Jeff. If it, comes, if it comes to money or math. So, that's right. Math and money. Kick a 10 high school graduate will have that. Right? We don't know about anything else, but we say, how much was it? How much is it an hour? Okay, we know that. How much, Jeff? 1,440. already did it. I just want to see if you knew. All right. 1,440 minutes each day. Right? That's what God gives us when we wake up and Lord make, we make it for 24 hours. 1,440 minutes. All right? And you say, man, I, I just can't find time to live for it. See, I think we take too big of a bite. So I want to challenge you to take a little bites. Right? You know, so, man, I don't have hours on him to go to the church. I don't have hours on him to spend Bible study. But we got all these things that we can't do. So take a smaller bite. Just love him minute by minute. Think about that. Just love him minute by minute. We don't have to, we don't have to try to figure out everything. I tell you what, I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. I know how to get into Fortune 500. Now, I don't really care, but you know what? I'm convinced if I make this shirt, I, I'm there. I, I threaten to do this. I just don't understand. You go through life and you go, what is going on over there? And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. And you go, I just don't understand. Well, what's happening over here? I, I just don't understand. Here's the thing. You don't always have to understand. I have a problem with that. I have to tell myself that. My friends tell me that. Why you got to figure it all out? Because I, I, I want to know. Probably because I think if I know, then I think I can control it. Just being honest. That hurt. I wasn't even going to say that. But evidently, that's the truth. So if you, think you, if you think you know the outcome and it's not the outcome you want, then you can manipulate the system to get what you want, right? Wrong. But we do that over and over and over and over and over, don't we? Shuffle the deck, shuffle the deck, shuffle the deck. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. That's not it. Let's do this. There's not much peace in that, is it? It really isn't. You know? And, and here's the thing. Bud does not always know best. But I do know the best, and his name is Jesus. Amen? And when I come to that realization is, Lord, I just don't understand. I know you do. When they told me, the machine's broke, you got to go home, I go, I just don't understand. But you know what? God had been pouring this message in me. And pouring this message in me. And I said, you know what? Like my friends tell me something. You don't have to understand. I said, Lord, I don't understand. But you know what's best. I talked to about five, five friends. And they've texted me and everybody's been praying and stuff. And most every one of those, you know what they said? This is so amazing. 
I'm so glad your mother wasn't in there and something went down on the machine. Woo! That's thinking the positive, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But then I said, I hope nobody else was in there when that happened. And that wasn't the case. But see, we, we don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe, maybe something could have happened. So, so this week I want to encourage us as we go through life is if it doesn't turn out just like you think it should, let's just trust God he's got a better plan. And I will, I, I do live in the real world, right? And I understand sometimes it's a little bit more painful when things don't happen just that way. But let me tell you what, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'll give you one other thing. Last week, I uh, went to work and they said, hey, we need a little meeting. All right. Now, we just took 80 hours of leave. So I have no more vacation. And they said, uh, you know, there's a problem with the, the contract. So you need to be off for 14 more days. I said, you mean like 14 more days with no money? They said, yeah. And I was like, that's not good. And I was walking back to my desk. I said, but I need to be off with my mom. It couldn't happen at a better time. So, you know what? You got to be able to pick the positive out of those things, you know? So now I'm like, man, mom, we can sleep in. This is cool. And Denise is like, I got a list for you, baby. Right? So there's some things that we can do. So that's all right. And my mom says, what day is it? I said, I don't know. I don't got to go to work till Wednesday. And I said, you want to go to Dairy Queen? She said, no, but you can bring something back. You know? So what I'm doing is I'm enjoying that time. I'm enjoying that time. I'm not going, oh, man, what are we going to do? God didn't go, uh-oh. He already knew that. So what am I doing? Through the strength of the Lord and through seeing his time and his purpose, I say, hey, that's good. So glad it's not next month. It's this month. That's great. I share all these real life things because you know what? That's what it's about, isn't it? It's about real life things. I know there's things that's going on in y'all's life. I get to share a few things, you know, um, you know, through the week and through the month and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you what, we're going to be okay because God's big. Do we have a big handed God? Yeah. Is it, does anybody read in the Bible where he says, oops, does anybody read in the Bible and go, uh-oh, no. He's on time. He's on time. And you know what? Sometimes we got to just grow a little bit. Sometimes we got to stretch a little bit. Amen? You know what? I think if I get a little taller, my, my, my weight will be perfect. If I'm 7'10". <laughs> I'm going to be about 7'10". But anyway, I want you to know that this is every minute's got to count. Every minute's got to count. I go back to what's going on in the world. We need to diligently pursue the face of God. As we continue to serve in our communities, as we serve in our church, as we uh, echo God's message, dig in, be students of the word, and be faithful to what God's showing you. Amen? Hey, you know what? We're not going it alone. Let's keep on going. I said, let him lead. Last part of that scripture we had, may your good spirit lead me on level ground. Man, when you build something, I don't do too good on that either. But when you build something, it needs to be on a good level foundation. I happened to get a minute to stop by Tiny and Tim yesterday. They got a new garage opener. Amen. Amen. And I looked at that thing and I go, why are you taking it down? <laughs> he says, it's not level. But it's level now, isn't it? Tiny's like, click, click, look at that. Click, 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 click. I think, Shh, smooth, back and forth. It's the same with us. You know what I mean? 
You think about it, sometimes life it seems like it's uphill and down and up and down. But you know what? As God leads us through those things, he's going to smooth those things out. Yeah, we're going to have ups and downs and all that. But if we continue to merge our hearts in the word of God, let me tell you what, he can keep our path straight. Do you believe that? Okay, both of you. Anybody else believe it? Everybody believes that, right? I want to make sure that you guys are on the same sheet. That's awesome. So many things. I was looking at this. I said, you know what? We need to, to follow the nudge of his spirit. This morning, we was praying over there. I, I said, God's going to do something. God's, God's moving in here. I know he's moving in here. God's got a word for us today. I'm going to tell you what. I believe next week you're going to come back and you say, you know what? Man, you remember what you were talking about? That's not a buddy thing. That's a God thing. Let me tell you. I don't want to say anything up here that's a buddy thing. I want to say everything that's a God thing. Please, please. Pray, pray for me about that. That's what I want God elevated. I want me back here, and I want people to see the risen Savior working through a regular Joe. Because that's when you say, well, man, what's the deal? God gets the glory. God gets the glory. That's the whole deal. We look at the scripture and just see that, man, God is just amazing. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? All right. So we talked about fear. We talked about the facts. What about our future? You believe God's got a good future for you? Amen. Let's keep on rolling. Amen. Well, God is in the transformation business. You know that? He really is. I said, your future starts taking shape when you call on the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sin. God is in the transformation business. Do you see yourself the way God sees you? Huh? Some days, yes, some days, no. I want to challenge us this week to see yourself as the way God sees you. Awesome. A masterpiece. Yeah, even when you wake up with your hair like this, God sees the big picture. Yeah, even when you blow it next week, last week, all those things. Because God is a lover of our soul. Let me tell you what he says right here. This is a good scripture to put in your heart. Jeremiah 29, 11. A lot of folks know that. Probably got it underlined in your Bible. But you, if you don't, go ahead and do it. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. When you, when you talk to people that don't know the Lord and you ask them, what do you put your hope in? It's going to be one of two or three things. It's going to be in self. It's going to be in their investments or their money. Right? Or it's going to be in somebody else other than the Lord. All those three things right there, not going to get you to heaven. Not going to do any of those things. So why not trust in the one that holds your salvation? Man, isn't that amazing? He knows what everything's going on. You know, if, I, if I've told you, I've mentioned this before. If I say, hey, look, while we were here, I was looking out the window and I saw somebody put a bunch of landmines out there. I know you got to go to your car, but I got the map. Who's going to follow me? You got to go. Now, if you just go to say, I got everything. We start our day. God says, I got the map. The enemy's out to kill, steal, and destroy. I tell my kids all the time. I said, the, the devil don't want to bruise you. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. I don't say that to scare anybody because we've got victory in Christ. I tell you so that you know to keep your, your, your guard up. Right? Keep your guard up. Right? <clears throat> Remember who you are in Christ. Remember that God's got a pl good plan for your life. Amen? But even more than that, even if the plan doesn't look like the plan that you had for your life, right now, let me just ask you, 
How many people can say right this second that the plan that you had is the plan that you're living right now is, is, is like what the Lord had? Does that, that make sense? The life that you're living now, was that your plan? I sure didn't know I'd be standing here. But it's sure a lot better than a hot dog stand I wanted. Amen? But that's all right because if I get a hot dog stand, I'm still going to tell people about Jesus. Think about that. God knows the beginning from the end. We ask this a lot of times. Aren't you glad that he didn't answer all your prayers with a yes the way you want? Amen. Man. Isn't that something? So many times we just, I don't know. We think we're in control. So here's the question. Who's in control? Is God in control? God's in control. But see, we want to, we, we give him a little rope, then we want to pull it back in. You know, they were trying to nail him back up. I, I really like what they said about this, this, uh, the, the clip. No, no, you don't, you don't come alive to the last five minutes. We act like that. We act like God doesn't come alive or we don't need him until we're at the side of the hospital bed. Or, or, or when, the, when the rent's due. Or when something's going on. Man, let me tell you, God's alive every minute of the day. Right? What is it? 1,440 minutes in a day. Is that what we said? Man, every minute of the day. Let's keep on going. So, what's it worth? Man, his plans are good even when we don't understand. That's where our faith comes in. I said, I said let me ask you this. I said, there are many things in this world... But how many of them are secure? Tell me a few things that are secure in this world. I was trying to think. Salvation. Exactly. Outside, outside of that, anything. The only other thing I could think of, one thing for sure, we're going to die. Now, actually, God could come back and just, you know, come back right now. But the chances are, we're going to die. Only sure thing is our salvation in Christ. And we kick it around, man. We just kind of just do this and do that. Well, well, maybe one day, you know, all that stuff. I shouldn't have done that. Man, if we really believe that, will we just jump in and grab hold of what God's got? That's what my prayer is. It's time to reconnect to the truth of what God's got for us. Hey, he never left us. And I know we try to get out over here a little bit and go down here a little bit and go over here a little bit. But aren't you glad that your God, that you called on for salvation, whatever it was, says, I got you. You are secure in Christ. If you're secure in Christ, let me see you raise your hand today. Huh? Isn't that a good feeling? If you couldn't raise your hand, I appreciate your honesty, but I want you to know what it takes to be able to raise your hand. Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I put my faith and trust in you, Lord, for the forgiveness of my sin. I know that the finished work of the cross has, has taken my sin and annihilated. I want you in my life today. That's what it is. Right there. But you know what? Don't just pray it. Let him live in you, when you after you pray it. That's what I want you to see. Let's reconnect to the power of God. Let's reconnect to what God's got going on. The Lord's a gentleman. He is not going to put you in a headlock. And so you're going to witness for me. You're going to do this for me. You're going to give to me. You're going to do this. He doesn't do that. But you know what? God will tenderly love you and, and draw you in. Amen? Love that, that, that uh, prodigal son. Perfect illustration. He ran to him and drew him back in. Put his arms around him. I don't know about you. I've said this before. I don't know for sure. I'll probably be flat down from the glory of the Lord. When people, I've mentioned this before, say, what's the one thing you want to do when you get to heaven? What is the one thing? Some people say, man, I want to see, see my, my parents. I want to see this. You know, I, I want to do this. I want to, I want to see angels. I, want to, I just want to hug Jesus. 
If y'all looking for me, I'll be all up around his armpit. I mean, that's my desire, man. I just, I just want to get close to, to the Lord, you know? Can I do that on my own? Never could, never would, never, no. Can we do that because of his sacrifice? Absolutely. Isn't that something? That's the greatness of the perfection of his sacrifice. That's the thing that you can count on. Jesus Christ, he's the one, amen? Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for today. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, that you do not hide from us, that we've got a future in you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that, uh, you know, the words that you just poured out today, I pray, Lord, you manifest that to the ones that we spoke over today, that we, we spoke life over this whole congregation, Lord. I speak life to my brothers and sisters here in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I pray that we see your healing touch, for lungs to be open, for eyes to be open, for, for hearts to be calm, for, for, for children to be uh, just saved and just restored. Lord, for, for things going on in our life, Lord, that you just you squash them and you love us where we are anyway. Father, I just praise you for what you're doing. Lord, I praise you for every hand that was in here that could raise up and say, I know Jesus. I'm secure in Christ. But maybe there's one here that, that maybe didn't feel like they could raise their hand. Well, you know what? If that's you, let me tell you, today is your day. Connect to Christ through a personal relationship, calling on the name of Jesus today. Amen. Because God is lovingly, tenderly, wooing you to himself man lord you're so good i thank you for the privilege of being able to just share your word lord strengthen us this week as we go i pray as people listen to this on all over the world on the internet that they know that we serve the one true living god amen i want them to hear that he's the one he's the one he's the one man glory to the lord father i praise you for new days fresh starts for forgiveness for grace, for healing, for when it looks like there was no way out, Father God, you have made a way in the death, burial, and resurrection of your son, Jesus Christ. Everybody said, Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Woo. Did anybody get blessed today? Bless indeed.